It's like, you put your stupid boots on today, (laughs) didn't you, Bellamy? He's like, yep, and they're too big. (laughs) Tripping over himself. (laughs) (laughs) Clown ass. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Hour the Hundred podcast brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 26-year-old actor and artist. I like brooding anti-heroes, feminist agendas, and I remember way too many details that no one else cares about. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere, and our fun fact for this episode is just like, what is a happy memory from your life that you wouldn't want to forget, since Raven forgets a lot of her happy memories this episode? And when I was thinking of something to do for this, I was trying to think of things from my childhood, and so I think I'm going to go with going to the park with my grandfather, because uh, my grandfather is the only, like, I was there when he passed away, and so I feel like if I was in the City of Light, then maybe I would have lost that. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, I feel like it fits into the narrative of the what's category. going on in the show. But um, there were different parks around Red Deer, and instead mm-hmm. of, like, naming them after whatever subdivision they were in, which would make sense, my grandpa named them after, like, towns that he used to live in when he, like, was growing up and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, just very small towns in Red- in uh, Alberta. I, like, knew them because the different parks were named those things. Mm-hmm. And so I would go to all these parks with my grandfather, and then sometimes when my other family members were taking me to those parks, I'd be like, I want to go to this one, and they'd have to call him and be like, which one is that? <laughs> they didn't know. So that's, cute. that's what I picked. And my name is Samantha Coley. I'm a 29-year-old television critic. I like over 40s OTPs and making playlists. I'm on Twitter at Sam Casey's where you can find me yelling about television and fangirling middle-aged actresses. My first thought for the this was, like, because I just got married, um, like, a week ago. So that was my first thought, but I also don't think that one would disappear because it's not associated with any mm. pain. So maybe, like, going to amusement parks with my family when mm-hmm. I was younger, because those are all always really good. Yeah. Today we have words to say about episode 308 of The 100, Terms and Conditions. And this episode will, of course, contain spoilers for all seven seasons of The 100. Um, the title for it, just Pike asks Kane to discuss the terms and conditions of his surrender. So they did the thing. On our <laughs> on our last podcast, we have a segment, Did They Do the Thing? Which is, did they say the name of the episode in the episode? They did that a lot in Lost. And uh, in this episode of The 100, they did the thing. <laughs> so a couple of points about this episode before we get started. Um, it was the mid-season finale, which I love that, you know, it's not a coincidence that this is the midpoint and this is when we're going into the next year. But I like that this is the mid-season finale and this is also like kind of our mid-season finale. Um, and apparently it was the first episode of the entire show with no Clark in it. And it was also the first episode of the entire show with no Octavia in it. Huh. Yeah. I went on the wiki and I was like, that I can't knew, be true. I knew but... it was the first one without Clark, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize it was the first one without Octavia. I went on the wiki and it because... was like, men- it's like, uh, it says like, did they star in it or were mm-hmm. they like mentioned in it or whatever? And she was in all of them. Damn. Yeah. Because I, I knew that the previous one was the first one without Bellamy and the and this one was the first one without Clark because yeah. that was like a big deal Yeah, when they came out. But I didn't even think about Octavia. Yeah. So we split this episode into two storylines, the City of Light storyline and uh, the rest of it. <laughs> We're going to start with the City of Light storyline and yeah. I did the summary for that. Jasper complains to Sinclair that he can't have any more alcohol due to the other storyline. Sinclair explains that they're rationing food and water, and that includes alcohol. Across the room, Jaha and Raven are discussing the fact that they don't know what happened to the 13th station with complete certainty. They need to put more people in the City of Light, but to do that, they need their chip maker. They're going to enlist Jasper to help. Raven tells Jasper that she has booze, but when he arrives, she doesn't. She knows he's broken into places before, so wants his help doing this, and he's in. They need a five-digit code, but Monty's the one who made it up, so Jasper should be able to help them figure it out. Later, they think about it, and Raven knows immediately if 
it's right or not, which Jasper is weirded out by. <laughs> they talk about Monty's favorite things and realize that the code equals the word Earth. Raven and Jasper enter the office and start looking. They talk about how crazy everything is right now, and Jasper brings up that they were doing the same thing with Finn. Raven's like, OMG, I'm in the city of light. I don't remember sad things. <laughs> Jasper says that's awesome, and he's excited to only remember the good things. But then Raven realizes that she doesn't only not remember the good things, but she's forgotten Finn, like, altogether. Mm-hmm. Jasper finds the chip maker, but Raven puts it back in the cupboard and they run. Allie cannot have this. Later, Allie is confused because this has never happened before, but she can't go against consent, so she doesn't know what to do. Jaha says that he'll try and go against consent. <laughs> Yucky! I hate that guy. <laughs> Lastly, we just see Raven and Jasper in a montage being, like, pensive and thinking about their dead significant others. Whoopsie! Yeah. So, basically, Jasper's yelling at Sinclair, What? Mm-hmm. No more alcohol? You're a sucky bartender. And Sinclair's like, I'm not, not a bartender! bartender. <laughs> That's not my That's job. That's not actually my job. Uh, like, imagine Sinclair doesn't even, like, maybe Sinclair's job, like, sometimes he stands back there and stuff. Right. But, like, I imagine Sinclair being, like, I was literally just back here to pack up some alcohol. Like, I'm, right. I I don't even know what half this stuff is called. Like, I, I don't know what you think. Uh, I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, truly. <laughs> so either way, I'm not a bartender, and I also can't give you anymore because everything's being rationed right now, like, food and water. And I think Jasper's like, we live next to a lake. And they're like, yeah, it's been poisoned, though. <laughs> like, we're trying to filter it, but it's not fast enough, so we still have to do this. And Jasper's like, hmm, I hate logic. <laughs> and Sinclair's like, I'm logic personified. Please listen to me. I mean, it's very it's very much an addict yelling at like, yeah. someone cutting them off. Yeah, old man yells at Cloud. <laughs> so Jaha and Raven are on the other side of the room, and they're, like, playing chess. And I'm like, I see, they're using everyone as pawns. Ha ha ha. So they're trying to figure out if the 13th station went into the ocean, which we know it didn't, but they think that it probably did. Like 75 to 80% sure that it went in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I ask you a question? Sure. I know that this is because we are watching a television show. Uh-huh. But why do they need to talk out loud if they're in each other's heads? Because, I want them to just sit there we're and watching stare. a television show. I, I want them to <laughs> sit there and stare at each other making facial expressions. Yeah. That's what I want. Like, or just be, like, meditating together. Yeah. Like, um. Yeah. And, uh, just, like, externally, everybody's like, are you good? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and so they're just, like, talking telepathically. It makes sense that they need to be, like, in the room to see Jasper and everything, but I'm mm-hmm. like, why can't, why aren't we doing this just in the City of Light? I just feel like that would make more sense, ultimately. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that it's, like, it's obviously for the plot. Yeah, you're yeah. just, you're less likely to be overheard, too, with mm-hmm. your, like, nefarious Especially if plans. you're, like, doing yeah. creepy things. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Uh, they're like, we need more information, so we need more people in the City of Light, because every time we get another person, we get, like, a significant amount of information. And they're like, but our chipmaker is gone, so we need to get it back. Who would help us? They both look at Jasper. Sinclair tells him that he has a problem, which I can't (laughs) disagree about. And he says, float you, Sinclair. And I'm like, be nice to my friend Sinclair. He is just looking out for you, and this isn't his job. Yeah. Sinclair is just doing his best. Um, And he's also, you know he's only there because they needed a named character for him to yell at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we'd just feel like, like, I already feel bad for Sinclair, but I feel even worse, to be honest, if it was Mm -hmm. just, like, a random person who who didn't even do anything wrong. Right. (laughs) So Raven tells Jasper to come to a room because she has alcohol, but she fully lied. And he acts like this happens to him constantly. Like, people are constantly... Being like, Learn I have alcohol. Yeah, want to come party? Like, Not <laughs> again, like, man. Yeah, like swiper, no swiping. I've been it. bamboozled. He's like, ah, rats. <laughs> so she wanted to talk about the city of light instead, and he's like, okay, I'm intrigued. Hey, I know you've broken into the offices of elected officials. This is a great line because, um, yeah, he did last season. <laughs> Literally, he, he did do that. 
Um, and he knows exactly what she wants. Basically, she's saying, I'm with Jaha, mm-hmm. and they know that I'm with Jaha, so, but they don't know that about you. Right. So you could, like, go and do whatever you want, basically. Because like, everyone thinks that you're just a drunken idiot. Yeah. No one, no one's going to suspect you of nefarious yeah. uh, means. Mm-hmm. Because and they're just going to be like, oh, you just wandered in here because you're drunk and stupid. Aww. And, she's and like, he's like, thank you. <laughs> she's like, well, for the record, I think you're more than that. And it flashed me back to like when I shipped them, these two, for like two seconds in 301 when they like were singing together in the car. Uh-huh. Do you remember that part? Yep. Yeah. And I was oh, like, for sure. I remember when that aired, I was just like, um, is something going on here? <laughs> and then nothing ever happened. Like, it just kind of reminded me of that. Okay, but you, anytime anybody looks at each other, you're like, are you guys gonna kiss? Yeah, well, <laughs> listen, there's looking at each other and there's looking at each other. So true. Right? So there's true. connotation here. <laughs> so she's like, we're gonna get to the door and you're gonna need a five digit code, but we don't know what it is. And Jasper's like, that probably has like 15 billion trillion code that could be a combination. And Raven's like, no, I mean, hundreds of millions, right? So on IMDb, because I went to see if there were any fun facts on IMDb, IMDb said a five digit code has only 99,999 combinations. Oh, that's all. Not hundreds of millions, though. Oh, right. Or I think she says a hundred million. It's like, that's just not true. They didn't even give it a goog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Y'all didn't open up a quick little cheeky calculator? It still would have been, like, impressive to say tens of thousands. Yeah. Which is accurate, at least. Yeah, like, even if you had said 100,000, that's still basically accurate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So they're like, well, Jasper will figure it out because it's Monty who made the, the code, and you're the one who knows Monty better than anyone. And Jasper's like, okay. He's like, this is probably morally gray, but that's me right now, so sure. So they're talking to... Jasper about like what it could possibly be like what could Monty have chosen mm-hmm. um and honestly they're just lucky that Monty is like boring um, <laughs> not boring but like he is um what's it what's the word he like he's sentimental s- sentimental exactly but he like has to like choose something cutesy instead of just being like oh, I'll just uh-huh. pick some random numbers like yeah. generate code like you mm-hmm. know so Jasper's already thought of a bunch of options, and Raven seems to know everything is wrong before even trying it, because Allie is testing it every time he says something. Right. Um, and so Jasper starts asking questions. Allie says, don't ask me any questions. I don't Oop. want. Um, <laughs> there will be five minutes until a guard comes in. And he's like, once again, not sure how you know that, but okay. And she's like, instead of explaining this to you, I'm just going to show you. Jasper basically knows that he's being led along, but he's just letting himself along for the ride to see if maybe she does actually have that booze she was talking about. And like, I I think he's also, he's still very interested in the whole Mm -hmm. City of Light thing because up until now, Abby's been like keeping him from doing it. Yeah. And Abby's not here for Mm -hmm. this episode for some stupid reason. Wink, wink. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, he says, I'm first in line when it happens. But I wonder like... I mean, we know, because this is a spoiler podcast, we can say Mm -hmm. that, like, even Raven saying, Jasper, no, I've lost way more than I want. It's actually not good to be in here. That doesn't stop him from taking it eventually. Mm -hmm. And I think that he does, in fact, take it actually willingly. Um, I think think he's, like, tied up, but, like, I don't think he tries too hard to not take it. I can't exactly remember how he ends up taking it. Because it was on Luna's thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. He... I think he stays interested the whole time, Mm -hmm. even in spite of seeing what happens to Raven in this episode and the next one, uh, or the next, this episode and then two episodes from now, Mm -hmm. because at some point he wonders if his pain is, like, so 
great that it's just worth it to yeah. just not feel any of it. Yeah. It's like now he's like, oh, I can't wait to just remember the good things. But eventually it gets so bad that he's like, I guess I will just forget it all. And I don't care. Yeah. So Monty's favorite color is green. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Um, it is his last name, but also he does really love like plants and stuff. And weed. <laughs> and algae. <laughs> So Allie's just like, no, 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 that's not it. His favorite book is Catcher in the Rye. I wonder why the writers chose that one. Because Catcher in the Rye is very Jughead. And Monty mm. doesn't really uh, strike me as a Jughead. But I'm like, do they only have classics up there? I... Did they, did they, did they have, like, just some fun stuff? I feel like they definitely had fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Because, like, they have the internet, basically. Yeah. So I feel like he could have downloaded other books. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. that makes sense. Um, his favorite place was the Starboard Window Bay. It was the best view of the moon. And so they would get high and play on which planet would you rather? And it was always Earth. I I'm remember. Like, yeah, because that's the only one where you can breathe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was still doing, this is back like, when we were on The Giantist. And I mm -hmm. was doing uh, Asexual Monty, mm -hmm. like a whole thing. And um, in Red Sky at Morning, which is coming up, that's the episode where it's like officially like... Monty is not ace. Your yes. your hopes are dashed. But when they said this, I was just like, oh, <laughs> he's just humoring Jasper. <laughs> Monty. <laughs> Looking back on it, I'm like, time to cry. <laughs> um, so she's like, oh my God, that's it. Uh, well, <laughs> Allie is like, oh, that's it. And Raven's like, what? And Jasper's like, what? Because Raven's like, what, Allie? And Jasper's like, huh? I didn't hear the question. <laughs> I think Devin does such a good job in this episode where, like, there are so many times where Raven just starts talking to Allie and he's just like, what? <laughs> he just looks at her like, are you, who are you talking to? It's nice that even though Jasper has gotten so dark mm -hmm. that he still is able to have, like, those comedic moments because that's where Devin really shines, you know? Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what his character always was supposed to be. Yeah. Was that, like, comedy character. That comedic relief. Yeah. So it's five numbers that represent the word earth so they're like okay thanks jasper and he's like cool yeah i'm just gonna i'm gonna get the first chip okay and they're like cool so they're heading into the office they're like hallways are clear password's gonna reset soon so we should probably get going mm -hmm. so they get in um there's no safe so we got to start looking for stuff jasper's like hey raven whoa the world's so crazy right now isn't it and raven's like the world's always crazy on the hundred jasper <laughs> And so Jasper reminds her that this all has happened before with Finn. And she's like, hey, listen, I relieved my pain, so I don't remember that crap. I, like, I'm, I'm out here uh, trying to forget. And he's like, well, I like that. I think that's great because I'm also looking to forget. He says that he would love to wake up and not remember Maya straight up dying, like, in his arms. That was kind of traumatic for me. Yep. Um, and so what he does want to remember is, like, holding her hand, listening to music with her. You know, like, when Finn gave you your necklace and she looks down and she's like, uh, pff, I was just wearing this because I thought it was cute. I didn't even know it meant something. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> and so he's like, is that how it works? You just remember like your first kiss and your good stuff. And she's like, and then she suddenly uh, has a breakdown. <laughs> yeah. And she like doesn't remember what she pretends she does. She's like, haha, yeah. She's like, yeah, totally. <laughs> and then like, like that's the, mm -hmm. I'm focused on this task that Allie has given me brain. Mm -hmm. And then somewhere in the back of her mind, she's like, wait. Exactly. Which is why Allie then pops up and goes, hey, let's uh, change the subject. Yeah. She's like, uh, Ra Raven's just like, hang on a minute. And Allie's just like, no, no, no. Hey, hey look, whoa, look over here. Don't, don't pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> Who's like completely not even trying to snap you out of anything. He's no. just asking questions. And so she's like, wait a second. When was my first, like, when was my first kiss? But she doesn't say, when was my first kiss? She goes, when was my first kiss? And so Jasper's like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. know. We haven't 
talked about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't... You do didn't you know? Like, Give me what? that information. <laughs> and, and like, Raven's fully not asking him. She's, yeah. like, realizing to herself that mm-hmm. she doesn't know any of this stuff. It's a very well-done, like, realization mm-hmm. and, like, snap for Raven figuring yeah. it out. So Jasper finds the chip maker, um, and it just looks like a hard drive. What do you put in there? Like, what are the ingredients? Like, you would think that it, it's like a 3D printer. Yeah. But, but it doesn't look like need, a like, 3D printer. You need, like, filament or something, you know? Like, yeah. You can't just create matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Jasper finds it, and Raven realizes just how much that she has forgotten. Um, she's like, I don't remember anything, so we probably should not give this to Allie. So she puts it back to the cupboard, and they run. And Jasper's like, cool, so all that work I did was for nothing. And I also still don't get a chip. That's great. And then if they want to go back in, they're going to have to figure out another password. Yep. Maybe it will be... Because Monty's, like, constantly training it. Yeah. I think every, like, 12 hours, I think they said. Yeah. Next one is just going to be Monty. (laughs) Monty was the first one. It's just Jasper. Yeah. (laughs) Or just... Harper. Jasper. Jasper. Yeah. So lastly, we have Jaha. Jaha. (laughs) So lastly, we have Jaha near a campfire. Allie shows up, and she's like, this has never happened before. People always listen to me. And he's like, yeah, Raven is is really strong and i'm like she's yeah just, that's why i mean that's why you picked her yeah you wanted her because she's strong yeah you wanted her because she's an Im- important person who yeah. because she's so strong she can convince all these other people because if it helps her then it, of course it can help you you weakling <laughs> <laughs> like i i know that there's no way they could have seen that coming because like ali says that this has never happened before but i'm also like maybe you could have seen it coming so she's like i can't override free will and consent that was like a really important part of my code and i'm like good for you becca good for you becca and jaha's like well we gotta fix that exactly like like becca literally plans for this because she's you know an adult human woman who Mm -hmm. actually cares about consent and you know intention Mm -hmm. like even if she messed up with like with like preventing Allie's fail safes from like doing what they did do yeah like at least there was this you know? Yeah. And then and then there's Jaha, who's like, mm-hmm. oh, we don't need to worry about consent. This is more important. Disgusting. And I'm like, it's infuriating. And, like, I feel like sometimes we're the only people who get this upset about the consent thing. Mm. Because I remember, like, when we watched the show, like, outside of our circle, I didn't really hear mm-hmm. people who were upset about him doing this. Or it got, like, excused that he was doing this... And he was, like, revoking consent Mm -hmm. because of what Allie had done to his brain. Mm. But that doesn't make any sense because Allie's the one saying, no, we need consent. Mm -hmm. And Jaha's like, eh, do we? Like, you use the word consent for a reason. Yeah. You know, like, the word consent, to me, immediately, like, word, um, what's it called when you, when someone says a word and you just say the first word that comes back, comes, comes up? Uh, association? Yeah, like, word association, Mm -hmm. right? Consent immediately means sex to me. Yeah. Because it's constantly used in that, like, in that context. context, That's, like, the main context that consent, the word consent is used. Yeah. And so, like, using the word consent and being like, meh, we'll just, I'm like, uh, excuse me. It does feel very rapey. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah, Yeah. you're absolutely right. And, like, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but, like, what Allie is doing cannot, I mean, obviously, but, like, what Allie is doing cannot be what Becca intended. Like, did she mean for Allie to be, like, producing these chips and, like, giving giving them out to everybody? And, like, becoming a hive of mind? Because that's not what Becca wanted. Like, I feel like Allie sort of somehow 
transitioned into this thing because she's like too many people so all the people need to become one person yeah i think she her solution to too many people existing was basically like uploading consciousness to to like a a, a main hard drive Mm -hmm. basically so like in her she's digital yeah so why can't everybody be digital yeah i'm just saying that like i don't think that like that wasn't that, the, that, that definitely wasn't the intent of her design. It feels no. like Ali sort of like mutated into that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm like, where did you get this chip maker? Like, was this was this chip maker Becca's? But it was always I meant don't to think be something so. else. Like, when did you get this? How did you make this? What what is this? You know? I think she made it herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and or she had it, Jaha like, make it. Where would she have gotten like the first one to give to Jaha? Or like. Did they make it together because Jaha, like, immediately drank the Kool-Aid and then they made it together and then Jaha took the first one? I don't know. I honestly don't care that much about Jaha to actually think about this. I feel like they probably did it together in that three-month span Mm -hmm. uh, that we didn't see Jaha during. Because we don't see any of that at any point. We just, like, assume he's just been, like, hanging out. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, gross. Uh, And then the last thing that we see in this storyline is just Raven trying to remember Finn and, like, I assume failing. Mm -hmm. And Jasper continuing to listen to Maya's music on her iPod. Yeah. Um, I love the through line of this iPod. I'm impressed that it's uh, still got a charge. Yeah, true. So (laughs) true. Because, like, there was... It, like, started in season two, obviously, and then we saw it at the beginning of season five... Like, does the Ark have functioning USB ports? Probably. Like, you know Mount Weather did. But because they Because that was designed for people, like, now. But all they had was lightning cables, and I know for a fact that, that Maya's was, like, those old, like, wide ones. <laughs> you remember those? <laughs> yep. So I don't know where he got this charger. I mean, I guess maybe he took her charger, but then... then- <laughs> plugs it into the USB port and the, I don't know. It does, <laughs> truly does not matter. But I think we talked about how, like, the iPod that Murphy sings with was not Maya's iPod. That was the one that was just, like, at Sanctum, I think. Because I remember being like, Yeah, no, oh. that one's, that one's one that somebody yeah. on the original Sanctum ship mm-hmm. brought through because it's, like, part of the Prime mm-hmm. shrine. Because I remember being like, oh my god, Maya's iPod. And then every time I'm like, oh my god, Maya's iPod. Wait, no. That's not it. Why not, though? (laughs) Why not? If you're going to have another iPod, make it this beautiful through line that you've done. Why not? (laughs) They don't care. Yeah. Honestly, and that's going to be the City of Light storyline. Boop, boop. So before we get into the other storyline, which I just titled Pike Stuff. Pike Stuff. (laughs) um, Really quickly going to talk to you about Patreon. So Patreon is a service in which you can donate to some of your favorite creators. We have a Patreon. Um, our Patreon is patreon.com slash theafficionados. Uh, take a drink every time I say Patreon. Um, <laughs> shots, shots, shots. got some really cool stuff on our Patreon, but the main thing I wanted to talk to you about today is that we have our yearly postcard that we po- uh, that we send to all of our Patreon sponsors. Um, and if you become a patron by the end of the year, then we will send you one. So yeah, and we all three of us write on it. Brittany designs them every year, so... Um, you guys can stay tuned. I think that it probably is out by the time that this podcast comes out. So definitely check that out. If you can't mm-hmm. have us out on Patreon, like I said, there's lots of other cool things on there. Check out shopylux.com. That's where me and Brittany sell some of our super cool stuff. I have a ridiculous amount of the hundred merchandise on my, uh, on my store on shopylux.com. All of these links are in the description, by the way. And if you can't do that, uh, recommend us to a friend. All of these things are super helpful for us. 
So on our Patreon last year, we reached like a milestone of like the amount of money that has is being donated to us. And we, like I said, truly appreciate that. Um, <laughs> and so we designed special stickers for uh, that milestone and we sent them out to all of our Patreon sponsors last year. We still have some left. So uh, the link will be in the description if you guys want to buy some of our really cool stickers. We have like a holographic aficionados logo and then like a... Uh, sticker designed for each of our three hosts um and they're really cool so yeah. maybe check those out as well also wanted to say that the day that we're recording this it was just announced <laughs> that the the hundred prequel is officially not happening i as as deadline put it it's officially dead it's officially actually. dead. the 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 prequel that refused to die yeah is now dead. dead i'm thrilled um <laughs> i already didn't think it was going to happen and i was going to be kind of disappointed and also just immediately stressed out if it was going to happen because not only like are you putting me through this trauma again but also um i would feel obligated in some way to cover it in some way and i did not want to do that at all you know so i am absolutely thrilled um that this is the that the story is over me too (laughs) so i would not have felt this same obligation but i'm just glad to see no one else suffer under this story yeah (laughs) like it definitely wouldn't have been like a weekly thing like we like we did when it was on but like maybe like season by season or something i'd be like hi (laughs) i'm miserable this happened i did watch it uh yeah but uh sam did the summary for the pike stuff yeet all right so hannah gives pelamy that's pike and bellamy (sighs) yeah Hannah gives Bellamy and Pike the tea on uh, the big blockade and like how big it is and like where it is and like all of this jazz when a couple of grounders turn up at the gates with a message for Sky Crew. They can either turn over Pike to the grounders or the blockade stays in place and anyone crossing it gets dead. Dead. Gets dead. Gets gets unalived. Mm Uh, the grounders throw some uh, guard heads at Bellamy's feet just to make it clear and Bellamy's like this. (laughs) He's like that was my friend. Yeah. And so Couldn't name them, but was I don't know them, but I'm angry about it. Yeah, Pike tells Bellamy to like rein it in, and he's like, sure, sure, sure. Um, but first he's gonna shoot these guys and send their horses back with the message. <laughs> Later, Hannah is like, yo, we should to- totally fight this blockade, and Pike's like, mm, we need to deal with the rats in Arcadia first. They tell Monty to change the access codes daily and to also, like, basically spy on their own people. And Monty's like, ugh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. But Pike has a point to make against Kane, so he's like, do it. Kane hears this whole conversation with Harper and Miller because their bug was successful. Harper says that they should totally just kidnap Pike and yeet him. But Kane's like, uh, no. <laughs> Not yet, okay. He's like, give me at least five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Pike and co. go through the camp's ammunition stores and dunk on Abby for not having built up their defenses more, and Kane rolls in like, well, maybe we weren't planning to go to war, you ding-dong. At least somebody's standing up for Abby. This scene makes me so angry. Yeah. Uh, Kane tries to convince Pike to turn himself in, but Pike's like, and get stabbed like that Finn kid? Pass. (laughs) Kane tells him he's a fascist, and (laughs) Pike is like, mm, rude. (laughs) Later, Pike drops a fake plan to attack the grounders and catch Kane in his whole bug situation. Monty spies on Kane and Sinclair. Sinclair wants to help because, you know, he's a good person. He tries to mess up the rover so that Pike can't go blow up grounders, but Bellamy rolls in and arrests him, and they question him, but he doesn't crack. Pike asks Bellamy to get out his gun, and he does? But then Pike just uses it to destroy the bug. Hannah is like, um, in space we'd kill him, and Pike's like, well, it's a good thing we aren't in space then. And they throw him in jail, and he, uh, tells Lincoln that it's go time. Bellamy's face (laughs) is in a permanent state of horror this whole episode. episode. He's like, Okay. Oh, no. 
Bellamy goes over to the rover and it's like totally fine. And his mom is like, hey, good job helping with the dictatorship today. <laughs> and they're like, thanks. <laughs> Bellamy tries to appeal to Kane and Kane is like, uh, please do the right thing. And Bellamy's like, it's going to take a lot more than that to convince me to switch sides. Um, well, how about how about you get marked for death? Then I will. Then I'll do it. I do have to say, really quickly, the <laughs> flip between Bellamy just, like, murdering people in cold blood for, like, when Pike didn't even tell him to and Pike was actually just saying, leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Pike's the one, like, kill all the grounders. And this time Pike's like, nah, leave them alone. And Bellamy's like, oh, no, uh, kill all the grounders. <laughs> and the flip here, like... I love that the difference is, like, now Kane's in trouble. Oh, my gosh, Bellamy is a soft spot for Kane. This is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just too quick. It's too much that, like, like, this flip is happening too much. It also doesn't ever end up going anywhere. Yeah. And, like, they their relationship doesn't get deepened mm-hmm. at any point later. Yeah. And, like, it gets built out in my head because mm-hmm. I'm a fan and I do that. But the show doesn't care about it beyond this moment it's too much of a light switch rather than like a slow fade of a light exactly yeah nate fights with his boyfriend brian about pike and they they, i have so many thoughts on this scene (laughs) and then he's like well fine i have to go to work and brian's like here's your jacket i put a bug in it (laughs) kane and pike meet again uh while bellamy is called to the prison to talk to sinclair lincoln starts just like wailing on sinclair um to create a distraction and the whole prison breaks out into a riot, which effectively occupies Bellamy, and then Pike sends his guards to help uh, with the riot, and then he's alone with Kane. Kane knocks him out and ties him up, and he asks Harper if the gate's open. Monty hears the whole conversation because of the bug in Nate's jacket, and he warns Bellamy and the guards that Kane is trying to escape with Pike through the gate. <sighs> Kane floors it and tries to get out, but Bellamy stands in the way, and, like, he won't move, and Kane won't run over him, so Kane gets arrested. I'm like... Like, drive a bat reverse and drive around. If he didn't have a gun pointed to him, then I would have been like, do you think run over Bellamy? It probably wouldn't hurt. But here's the... But here's the thing, though. Bellamy wouldn't pull the trigger. Well, maybe he would, but he would, like, purposefully aim in the wrong direction, maybe, or something. So that he'd be like, I'm not... I'm not joking. I've, I I feel like because he's so freaked mm-hmm. out later by the thought of Kane's death yeah. that he wouldn't do he's it. He's bluffing. Exactly. Anyway, Kane and Pike have a showdown in the interrogation room. Kane tries to get Pike to see reason, but Pike's like, mm, no. And instead he decides to sentence Kane to death. It all happens in this cool, like, continuous rotating shot mm-hmm. and Bellamy looks, like, terrified the entire time. Yeah. After they take Kane away, Pike pressures him into, like, agreeing that it was the right thing to do. Monty privately asks Bellamy about Monty and Harper. Miller and Harper. About Miller and Harper. When, I'm like, I fully just wrote Monty. Yeah. Because they go, they go together. Yeah. But then before Bellamy can answer, Hannah walks in and is like, hey, did you guys find any accomplices? My little, my little dictators in training. Yeah. And they're like, uh, definitely not. No, absolutely not. We don't want to sentence more of our friends to death. Thanks. Yeah. And Hannah's like, oh, see, it's so easy to just do the right thing and like save your people. And Bellamy's like, yeah, I do it every day. And this time it means something different because he finally got his head out of his ass. Yeah. I... Never want to, like, hate a mom, but I don't like Hannah. They do that on purpose. I know, but I don't like her. Yeah. And honestly, like, it's really upsetting when Monty has to straight up kill his own mom twice. Like, that's, oh, that yeah. is really upsetting, especially, like, if you're thinking it from Monty's perspective. Yeah. That's his actual mom. But, like, I don't, like, I feel bad for Monty. I don't feel bad for Hannah. I don't like her. Fully. <laughs> like, uh, I feel like we would be more sympathetic to her if we had gotten another, like, the other 48 the days episode. episode. Um, yes. Where we had seen what she'd gone through with yeah. Pike and, like, seen her, like, 
watch her husband get murdered in front of her like while saving children like then i would be a little more sympathetic Mm -hmm. but you just told me about it and i didn't see it happen so as soon as she rolls up she's kind of a bitch for no reason that i have been convinced for Mm -hmm. is like justified that would be so good for the actor too yeah that would have been amazing yeah perfect thing for your for your demo reel fully so bellamy and pike on the lookout no response from one of their teams so hannah's telling them about it saying that they have four men that they haven't heard from oh can i i'm just i know we've we've said the other 48 days of thing course, a lot go ahead. but we had to watch the stupid horror episode at yeah. the end of this season and we didn't get a other for a taylor's a farm station episode the hundred's stupid this show is badly written <laughs> deeply upsetting to me because i'm just like jason you have said multiple times that this show is based on lost mm-hmm. you literally have your taylor's here you know that the other 48 days is one of the best like critically acclaimed episodes of, of lost and what are you thinking that would have been straight up iconic yeah it wouldn't have just been a hey we're trying to make a big episode it would have been a big episode yeah can you imagine the trailer for that episode? That would have been amazing. Yeah. And the this show loves committing violent mm-hmm. acts. This would have been the perfect episode to, like, highlight a bunch yeah. of violence. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. So three of the teams left at 8 a.m. They said that they, were, they had grounder contact less than a mile away because that's the blockade. Um, two of the teams came back, but one of them started fighting and we haven't heard from them since. So that's the four men that they were talking or the four people that they were talking about so they have grounders gathering from the north and the west making a blockade uh two grounders approach with a message so they open the gate um they're looking for pike and they said hey (laughs) we killed your guys your your little people were uh, out uh, over our invisible line they got their heads cut off and they're like well we are upset about that (laughs) and they're like well you killed grounders so we're gonna kill you duh but if you give us pike we'll just leave you alone and they tell them about Lex's uh, kill order. Mm-hmm. And they throw down some like armor from the dudes with all with a bunch of blood on it. And they're like, we left the bodies for the animals. Oof, is that ever disrespectful? <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'd be pissed too. Yeah. But like, hearing that, I'm just like, that's upsetting. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. I would be so upset to know that my body was just eaten by animals and just like left. Yeah somewhere yeah so pike's like yeah whatever let's leave and he's <laughs> like no dude they're seriously if you don't they're like if you don't give them give them up it'll take a long time for all of you to die because you're gonna starve i'm like it, i this also is a huge like plot point specifically in this episode is like that arcadia is starving and they don't have like the means to support themselves mm-hmm. but they also didn't do a good job of like showing that before two episodes ago yeah. i guess because there's a huge garden yeah like, that takes up m- uh, most of the front of Arcadia. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know the lake got poisoned, but, like... Hello? <laughs> none, it's it's all circumstantial, like... And maybe it's because, like, they can't water the garden? I guess. It, it just maybe, feels very, like, plot-heavy. Yeah. This is part I really don't like because Pike is Pike is the one who's like kill 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 all the grounders and mm-hmm. this time Pike is like let's not kill these grounders yeah. for some reason and but Bellamy's pissed so Bellamy's gonna kill the grounders yeah like Bellamy is so far gone at this point and then like I said they just flip him at the end of the episode and like it just feels like it wasn't enough. Because he had been so far gone. Mm-hmm. So he kills the two grounders and just like their horses drive right away. I'm like, take take their horses. 
I think that the point is that they would that the horses back. would naturally return to wherever yeah. they are supposed to, and then it would send, and message. then it would send the message. But yeah. it, uh, that's uh, you're depending a lot on this horse. Yeah, I'm like, if you guys need food, like, don't eat horses because horses. I mean, you know, in your brain, I'm like, eat cow, sure, eat horse, no, for like some <laughs> reason. But like, if you're looking, but for like food, in a survival situation, yeah, dehydrate all that horse meat and yeah. like have jerky for 10 years yeah so he's like i choose what's best for my people every day i don't know this man i don't know this man Mm-mm. it's weird they took him to extremes so that it would be more dramatic at yeah. the end of the episode but it's also like it's, unrealistic yeah. that he would change his mind this quickly if he mm-hmm. was this far gone so they shut the gate later they're doing all these calculations there's three more camp encampments off yonder how long can we survive without hunting well maybe longer if you had taken those two horses <laughs> Maybe a week, two if we ration. Okay, let's immediately start rationing then. Are we going to try and break the blockade? Well, we need to figure out ourselves before we try and figure out them. Um, Especially Kane, because uh, he's trying to frickle us up all the time. Right. So no one can see the grounder prisoners anymore because they could be helping Kane. And you know what? He's right about that. So they need new surveillance and security. And that's going to be Monty's job because computers. And Monty's like, uh, you want us to spy on our own people? And little does he know, they're literally getting spied on by their own people right now. Like Kane and co are it's, straight up it's spying like, on it's, them It's right a now. whole convoluted mm-hmm. police state mess. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we can't assume who's chill and who's not. Like it could be anybody. It could be your husband, your wife, your lover, aka Miller, who's fully against Brian. But I feel like they knew. It's like Brian is kind of in with Bellamy and Monty about Miller. Mm-hmm. And Brian's not going to rat out Miller to Hannah. No. You know? So I think that's interesting that Brian's kind of in with them on this because they're trying to make us, like, it's confusing because Brian is such, like, a likable character. Like, they're trying to get us to like mm-hmm. him, but he's fully on the wrong side, so it's, like, yeah. hard. And so they try and make him more, I think um, it's, like, I, soft. I think they do it because they want someone on that side who is sympathetic. Yeah. And, like, eventually, literally, actually, next episode, Brian does also switch sides. Yeah. Because he helps with the jailbreak. Yeah. So they're like, we're fighting two wars, and the worst one is in here. I'm like, are you sure about that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Monroe and LaCroix died because Kane and Octavia, like, told stuff. Um, Okay, so LaCroix was the other person who died. When they were like, two people died. And I was like, I can name one. So we need to get proof. Do anything. Um, And Kane, Harper, and Miller are listening. But not Octavia this time because she's not in the episode. So Kane's like, okay, we have to change up the things we do. They're looking for us. Never meet here again. We're going to take a different route through camp every single time so they can't be following us. Harper's like, why don't we just shock lash Pike and hand him over? And Kane's like, that's murder and treason. So we're not going to do that. And she's like, well, can we be the people who do that? And he's like, (laughs) "Mm, maybe later. I'll think about it. (laughs) But it's it's like... (laughs) It's literally like it's what they do yeah. in the episode. Yeah. Like it's the whole he's like Harper, we're we, above that. We can only do treason after I've tried to speak to the fascist first. Yeah. After I've exhausted all my my plans, which he did you even try that hard? Yeah. Because all you do is have one conversation and Pike's like, mm, no. Which like what were you, you expecting? You should have seen what were you coming. expecting? Yeah. Like did you expect to just like convince him with your uh, d- debate skills? Yeah. Like what? You've you're not that no yeah okay so i'm interested to hear what you think um so pike's crew's looking at these crates i noticed that the code ends in 3691 which Mm -hmm. does not spell out earth i don't know what it spells i hope it's a little easter egg i didn't put it together but if someone else can figure it out that'd be kind of cool maybe it's a no i was looking to be like that says monty but it doesn't (laughs) so they're looking for ammo but most crates have less than a third like it's less than a third full sure like ugh, what was abby even doing and kane's like you rang you said my wife's name (laughs) 
you talking crap about my wife? <laughs> I'm here. He's like, maybe she was uh, optimistic for the future. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hi, can we talk? Yeah. I, um, this scene always made me mad during the, like, when I watched it. And, like, I, this episode makes me mad because it's a whole episode set in Arcadia and Abby's just not there. She's having a nap, and, like, we all know. And, and Kane and Abby are, like, in cahoots, literally, and emotionally. And so, like, she naturally would have been involved in this plan, but I guess they're, like, trying to imply that he's, like, trying to keep her safe by, like, yeah. not involving her. And, and like, but it's, it's a notable absence from like a lead character in this storyline because like she's straight up not there and there's nowhere else she could be Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make sense because she's also not in the other plot line Mm -hmm. which is like also a storyline that she's heavily involved with and so it's it's just a a noticeable choice not to have her here so that i the fan have to do like, mental gymnastics of, okay, so she was in surgery for 24 hours. Yeah. But, yeah, I do like that that Kane rolls up and, like, sort of defends their priorities yeah. before Pike had gotten here. Right, because, because he, was her, he was her right-hand man. Yeah, because bef- before Pike showed up, things were going pretty well. Yeah. Like, they didn't do a very good job of convincing us that, like, everything was in dire straits even before he got here. Mm-hmm. Because... The, they have food, they're, like, building connections and, like, growing their economy. And, yeah. like, they're, they were on the verge of, like, literally becoming part of the 13th coalition, clan yeah. and coalition and, like, just doing a lot of things that, like, grow a community and, like, build a life and a society here that don't involve building up war and defenses and, like, things that kill people. And, yeah. like, they were focused more on growing life than ending life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's admirable. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So. Which is weird, because, like, I, I I know that Pike isn't necessarily from Farm Station, because, but it was, like, the Farm Station people who were supposed to be about, like, growing life. I mean, Pike is, he's the Earth Skills teacher, so. Oh, you're right, yeah. Yeah. I was, like, because I know that, like, different people from different stations were in different stations when the arc went down, so that, like, mm-hmm. if one of them blew up, then they would have, like, right. people fr- with different uh skill sets yeah yeah skill sets and speci- specialities mm-hmm. so i was like i don't necessarily know if he was actually from farm station but you're totally <laughs> right he like he, like farm station was supposed to be about growing life but now he's just, ugh, whatever. yeah so he and kane go on a walk and he's like we can't make even enough bullets to stop them and he's like well i'm gonna try and he's like dude why <laughs> stop it <laughs> turn yourself in and end this and he's like you came here to tell me to do that. Like, you think I'm going to do that? Right. And it's just like, it is admirable that he's trying to to take the high road yeah. in convincing him of this. But also, why would Pike do that? Yeah. That doesn't serve Pike's interests at all. Mm-hmm. And he does know that he will probably get murdered for his crimes. Yeah. Because that's how justice works down here. And, and so, like, that's how justice worked on the arc, too. Yeah. Like, you did a bad thing, and now you die. That's, mm-hmm. like, how every society in this world operates. Yeah. It's just, like, <laughs> Kane is, like, hey, I've been, like, not necessarily on this planet longer than you, but, like, I know more about, like, the world building of what's going on here. I know more about, like, politics and stuff than you. So, like, take my word for this. And Pike's, like, all I need to know is kill things. <laughs> so he's like we're all gonna die unless you do this and he's like you gave up finn and i'm like didn't finn give himself up yes finn so your point is bad yeah 
Finn did give himself up. Mm-hmm. But I guess, I, I mean, I guess what he's also trying to say is that um, if he gave himself up, he'd face the same fate. Yeah. Even though he's sort of putting the blame on Kane and Abby for... But it fixed everything. Yeah, it literally did. And, like, the problem... A big problem with the hundred, I think, is that they, when they killed Finn, it worked really well. It yeah. was very impressive. It was very shocking. One of my favorite episodes like, of the whole show. Few people were invested in him staying alive yeah. by then because they had done such a good job of turning him into a villain. Yeah. And like, so, it, but it was still shocking because he was such a big character in the first season and a half. Mm-hmm. And so that was received in a, a like very critically acclaimed way. Mm-hmm. And they kept trying to replicate that for the rest of the show. And it got bad. Mm -hmm. And that's how it got bad. And sometimes you could see it coming because Mm -hmm. you're like, you've done this already. Yeah. So they're like, oh, you gave Finn over and they still betrayed you. And I'm like, that was a whole separate incident. (laughs) Also, like, how did they betray? betray you after Finn like they it was like because I think he's talking about like how Alexa betrayed them at Mount Weather again and I'm like that's a completely different thing though yeah like, the Finn thing that was then resolved with the Finn thing and yeah. now this was a separate separate yeah. thing Alexa left at Mount Weather not because like whether or not they handed over Finn to pay for his crimes that he committed mm-hmm. would not have affected whether or not Lexa took a deal yeah. to save her people yeah like it wasn't that that didn't even factor in like what you oh this man wronged me so will you please hand him over thanks for handing him over i, I now love you forever and will never do anything wrong to you even though like what you were doing by giving him over was reparations for something that already happened exactly like, our transaction is over yeah you know? like, like it's, and we're moving on it's a separate <laughs> incident yeah. for it wouldn't even yeah oh. yeah yeah so he's like, what we need to do is, so Kane is like, this is stupid. And Pike is like, we end this by destroying them and keeping them under our boots. So Kane calls him a dictator. Um, and he's like, did you notice that you became a dictator? And he's like, I'm not a dictator. I'm the chancellor. And this is what is necessary. And Kane's like, all right, but you can't say that I didn't tell you so. And he's like, well, you're going to look dumb as hell when I succeed. And Kane's <laughs> like, we'll freaking see, man. We'll see. <laughs> so Kane meets with Miller and Harper. Um, they don't think they were followed. Nothing from Octavia yet. They're kind of worried that Octavia was caught. I don't think she was. I think she's just making her way back to Arcadia with yeah. Indra. Well, she left at the last possible yeah. second. Because mm-hmm. she's definitely not caught because she plays a role in, yeah. in the next episode. Mm-hmm. But Kane says she's probably out of battery or needs radio silence. Um, so Miller wants to go out there and look for her, but they're they like, probably, can't do that. I think they're they're making their way back in, and I don't know if they have to like sneak through the blockade. Yeah. They shouldn't because well, because Indra is there. I think that Indra can speak for Octavia and say she's making her way back. She's making her way back anyway. Right, but Indra doesn't come into Arcadia. Right, but she probably gets to the point of the blockade. Right, which is where the kill order would be taking place. Right. So they're going to listen to the radio. They And so we learn at the end of this scene that they found the listening device. And so they're saying all of this on purpose. This isn't their actual plan. Mm-hmm. And whoever starts helping to destroy the rover, they will know that those people are against them. So Pike says that they don't have enough ammo for the war that they want to do. So the plan is to go to the largest encampment and kill as many as possible with assault weapons. Mm-hmm. Hannah thinks that they're going to run away and try and get help. And so they're like, okay, well, when they do that, we're going to be waiting the only way that they can go and kill everybody else. So we're going to use bombs. And it'll, it, like, it, it won't fix everything. It'll just buy us time. And we're going to go at dawn. And so Kane's like, oh my god. <laughs> 
This is not good. Okay, um, we gotta stop that rover. Um, if they kill all those people, the grounders will. We kill will us literally all, all uh, die because we are quite literally on thin ice, and every time <laughs> the ice just gets thinner and thinner. And I don't know how many times we can these these people are this. simply chipping away at the ice. Yeah, intentionally. Yeah. So great. Um, <laughs> so Kane goes to see Sinclair. Sinclair is totally on their team because he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Kane says it's okay if he doesn't want to do it because it probably won't go very well. And Sinclair doesn't care. He, I he, I think that he has to do this morally. Yeah. You know, like I think mm-hmm. he feels like if I don't stand up for this, then I'm just a bystander and yeah. I'm like letting this happen. Literally. We love you, Sinclair. Oh, truly a king. Gonna miss you in like four episodes. Yeah. What's nice is that, um... After we finish this season, then we just get Sinclair for the rest of the time. That's true. That, that we're covering. So the plan commences in one hour. Um, Monty's watching Kane and he's like, Bellamy, you were right, Sinclair. Uh, Monty out Sinclair is being part of it. And so they're going to be watching Sinclair. Sinclair goes to the rover. Bellamy approaches him. Kane's just sitting there reading his little book. Bellamy's like, hey, Sinclair, what's up? And <laughs> Sinclair's like, oh, Raven said that the solenoid is acting up. And he's like, do you have a work order for that? And he's like, yeah, totally. Definitely. Then he, <laughs> then he books it. <laughs> um, he immediately gets captured. I'm like, yeah. And I know that he wanted to be captured, but I'm like, I wonder what you would have done if you didn't want to be captured. Like, would, like, would like, you have well, been sneakier? Yeah. <laughs> would you have come in with a work order? So Bellamy arrests him for treason. Nothing wrong with the rover, but there was about to be. And then when Bellamy looks back, Kane is gone. Uh, so Sinclair is restrained, but won't say anything. They ask about the hearing chip that they found in the office. And Sinclair's like, hmm, uh, no, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I've never seen that before in my life. Uh, that's weird. I, I, don't know what, I don't know what that is. He's like, I thought you wanted to take credit for your work. And <laughs> Sinclair's like, I'm going to exercise my right to stay silent. I know the Fifth Amendment. Mm-hmm. So Pike smashes it with Bellamy's gun, and he's like, oh, you want to use the gun on me too? Sinclair! Spicy! Brave! The bravery, sir! So Pike uh, thinks about it, um, and Bellamy's like, ha hey, uh, don't do that. Um, <laughs> Please no. He'll probably eventually tell. Um, and Hannah's like, well, if we were on the Ark, we'd be floated, but we're not on the Ark, so we have to lock him up. This episode has a lot of, like, really fun back and forths, you know? You mm-hmm. never really know who's on top. And then it just sucks at the end because you find out that the people who you're rooting for aren't on top. Yep. Yeah. So Monty goes and checks the rover. Um, they must have caught him before he could do anything. But Hannah can tell that, like, Monty's, like, unsure, not feeling well. And he's like, well, Sinclair means a lot to me and I'm like actively hurting him so sorry it's, if that makes me feel bad and it's also like crucial that to their plan yeah. that, that they don't mess up the rover because mm-hmm. Pike or because Kane needs the rover to get out exactly right right oh true good point so she uh so Hannah's like well it's the right thing to do and he's like oh I don't know like I, I know I've said this in previous episodes but like if this was my mom I would have stood up to her so much earlier than this she's like it's the right thing to do. And you're like, are you sure about that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, if something helps you survive, it's the right thing. And I'm like, not if I it costs the true. lives of my friends. Yeah. Because here's the thing. If you, if somebody comes at you and you kill them in self-defense because it helped you survive, completely because they were in the wrong. But what you're doing but is- if I, But if I go into a bank and shoot the teller and then rob the bank because I having don't. more money would <laughs> help me survive. Yeah. Then that's, that's not, not the right thing. thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So Sinclair goes to jail. Um, I bet it smells so bad in there. Oh, for I sure. I bet it smells so bad in there. Horrible. <laughs> Man, the hundred's gonna be a good one when we do that Oakley pod where yeah, we talk about you guys. Uh, we were talking everybody about our, smells. 
our Stranger Things podcast. By the way, our Stranger Things podcast is completely caught up. We have an episode for every single episode of Stranger Things that is currently out, so you guys should go check that out. But in um, our season three finale podcast, we had a whole conversation about who in Stranger Things smells good, who smells bad, and what they smell like. <laughs> and so we're going to have an episode of our Patreon-only podcast talking about like what characters smell like. Um, <laughs> it's hard because I think on Riverdale, probably a lot of people smell good because they kind of just hanging out, right? Mm-hmm. But on Lost in the 100, everyone, everyone smells bad. <laughs> everyone smells bad. We don't even have to talk about that. Everyone's sweaty and dirty and gross. <laughs> so Lincoln's like, oh, weird that they're uh, bringing in their own people. What happened? Uh, what did you do? And Sinclair's like, whatever I could. I had Sinclair wanted to go to jail because Kane had a message for him. I think Ricky does a really awesome job in this oh, scene. Oh, yeah. Um, of, like, the surprise and immediate understanding of what's happening. But, yeah, he absolutely does. Mm-hmm. So Bellamy goes to Kane and he's like, hey, Kane, your plan sucked. <laughs> I freaking got you, bro. <laughs> and Kane's like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. So is it easy to betray your friends? And Bellamy's like, there's a threat outside of these walls and I'm protecting my friends. And Kane's like, there's a threat inside the walls. They're like, the, fr- the threat is literally uh, right behind you. The threat like, is looking me in the face. The threat <laughs> is right I feel there. threatened right now. <laughs> you are threatening me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, Bellamy's just like so determined. And I'm like, Bellamy, you look dumb as hell all season. It's, it, it's just like, it's another instance where the show is just, like, trying to convince us that, like, he's been wronged enough to act like this. But I'm like, you no, haven't. Yeah. Like, you suffered the same thing Clark did, and, like, she's not being stupid yeah. right now. Like, you you experienced the same things as all of these other people around you. Like, Kane and Abby were literally on the chopping block mm-hmm. in Mount Weather and, like, were nearly killed along with, like, Raven and stuff, like, in the, like, in the instance where you had to make that difficult decision, like, what's not clicking? What's These people, on? everyone else experienced this with you, and you're still on the uh, the side of the people who are like, eh. Yeah. So Kane's like, Pike is turning everyone against each other, and Bellamy's like, well, he's the chancellor, he was elected, so everybody agrees with him, probably. Pike, meanwhile, had one vote extra. <laughs> I was about to say, it was like, 51 to yeah. 49. Yeah. So Kane's like, do the right thing. Or I think Bellamy's the one who tells Kane to do the right thing. Kane keeps trying to see what Bellamy sees, but he just can't. He's like, I think both of us think that they're doing the right thing. Except mm-hmm. only one of us actually is because you're murdering people. Yeah. Well, you know, what's not clicking? What's not clicking? Bellamy definitely thinks he's doing the right thing. Like, that's why he's doing all of what he's doing. Yeah. But, like, it's weird that it takes... Kane almost dying for mm-hmm. him to figure it out because like he's like I'm fine with murdering everyone else but I draw the line at my dad figure yeah yeah okay <laughs> and so Bellamy's like Monroe died because of you Kane Monroe died because you told Octavia stuff and that's the reason why Monroe died Monroe died because you were doing a shitty thing <laughs> yeah and so Kane's like you think you're not sentencing Sinclair to death right now and Bellamy's like no I'm genuinely surprised that he feels that way. He's like, uh, no, they're totally going to let him out in like an hour. Yeah, because he's going to tell. He's going to tell on you. He's going to tell on you. He's going to tell on you. And like, what did what did he think was going to happen when Sinclair told on on Kane? Now what? Like, what did he? Now Kane is in trouble. Like, it's just weird because at the end when they're like, Kane, you're sentenced to death. And Bellamy's like, 
I Whoa. did not see this coming. I wouldn't have expected this at all. Like, you're from the arc where people commit crime, die. People have been murdered for worse. Like people have been executed for, for less. Your literal mother mm-hmm. was murdered for an crime. Yeah. And you think that the people who also grew up in this society and made the rules that got your mother murdered are going to just put people in jail indefinitely until they learn a lesson. Okay. Okay. Sure. It's like you put your stupid boots on today, <laughs> didn't you, yeah. Bellamy? He's like, yep. And they're too big. <laughs> Tripping over himself. <laughs> Clown ass. <laughs> and so I wonder if this is part of why they chose Sinclair specifically for this mission is because it's somebody that Bellamy cares about. And so Bellamy would like stand up for him potentially. Mm-hmm. Kane is like, if half the camp isn't eating and everyone else is in prison, people <laughs> are going to start revolting. Yeah. And he's like, well, Pike has a plan about that. And Kane's like, it's always the same plan. And that's why Monroe died. Because he's just doing the same thing over and over again and it's not working. And so I love this film when Bellamy's like, listen, Kane, you're crossing a line with this. And Kane's like, oh no, I've crossed the line. I'm willing to cross the line. I have stepped over the line with my smart boots on. Mm. Our boots are not the same. <laughs> and mine fit like a glove. <laughs> He's like, I am willing to cross this line. Yeah, this is the line. This is the hill I will die on. Yeah. I'm doing it. And so you will. And, Bellamy's like, so And Bellamy's it. like, bet. And then he's like, wait. Wait. I no. didn't mean it. Sorry. <laughs> Once again, I was bluffing. Bellamy's bluffing all episode. <sighs> so he's like, I'm giving you another chance to join the right side. And Bellamy's like, that's what I was doing with you. And Kane's like, I don't know how many times I can tell you. Yours is not the right one. <laughs> we just have a... Kane's like, I don't understand how you could think you're on the right side when you're committing so much murder. I just don't understand you're not the person that I always knew. I just don't get it. Bellamy is like, it's your turn to come do murder with me, which is the right thing. And Kane is like, wouldn't you rather network and, you know, farm? And Bellamy's just like, no, I want to do the murder until we're the only people left alive. I'm like, you're so f***ing stupid. This is why you don't ascend, Bellamy. You kill too many people. (laughs) But it's like... Oh, he didn't ascend because he's a murderer. He killed too many people in season three. All of the Allegis people are criminals and they all ascended. <gasps> okay. So Miller's at home. Brian comes in and they kiss, but ew, it's weird and awkward. Ooh, it's weird. It's so awkward. So Ooh, it's Brian, cringe. Brian's like, how come we don't work together anymore? We were going to try and work together and now we're not. And Miller's like, well, I like days and Brian likes working nights. Brian, in what world do you like working nights? And why? Why? Sleeping time. Yeah. You sleep during the day? Like, I know you didn't have any circadian rhythms in space, but like, you're on Earth now. Yeah. So Brian's like, I'll just work whatever you want to work. That's fine. Sure. Did I write this wrong? Because I wrote, Miller likes days, Brian likes nights, and then I wrote the, ner- the note, I'll work nights if you want. But I remember Brian saying, I'll work nights if you want. So maybe Miller likes nights. Either way, I'm judging one of you who likes to work nights. <laughs> either, um, way, either way, they're, they're both lying about when they like to work yeah. it, so that they can do crimes for their mm-hmm. either various sides. Yeah. Because now that I'm thinking it, Brian is like always in Pike's office during the day. So maybe Brian does work days. Anyway, um, <laughs> I thought it was really nice that Brian was like, well, I'll work whatever you want to work just so that we can be together. And I'm like... Brian, I want to like you, but uh, you're doing you're, some questionable you're stuff here. You're committing war crimes, mm-hmm. my friend. Like, weren't you going to talk to Bellamy about that? And Miller's like, oh yeah, I just haven't yet. 
because I don't, because I don't know Bellamy, I don't like him, and he <laughs> makes me uncomfy. So they're like, oh, what's up? Like, you're never around. And so um, Miller tries to just, like, shrug it off, but Brian already knows what it is. Like, they've clearly talked about this before. They've talked about how Miller doesn't support Pike. Uh-huh. And so he's like, well, if you don't like it, then, like, get off the guard. And he's like, I don't really want to do that right now, because there's a lot of scary stuff happening. It's like, I'd like to keep my important job that means I don't get chucked in prison. And I also get a weapon to, like, protect myself if something bad happens. Yeah. Okay. And so Brian's like, okay, well, now this is a great time to support the Chancellor if you think scary stuff is happening. And so Miller's like, I don't want to do that. Bye. And so it's, like, just this really weirdly charged scene where they're like, ugh, ugh. If my, and, and I understand why it's not happening, but if my political views were this different from my partner, I would fully break up with them. Oh, fully. Um, Absolutely. I understand why Miller's not doing that because it's currently dangerous for Miller to be like, I don't support your political views mm-hmm. uh, in this thing. But like, I'm just saying, if 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 it's that bad, uh, no. Yes. Literally, if my partner was supporting a fascist, I would be like, you can sleep somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> actually. Like, I don't want to share a room and with you. And here's a doghouse that I built for you. Like, Enjoy this fence next to the prison camp. I don't care. Um, Just get out of my room. I can't look at you in the face. So Brian gives Miller his jacket and they like kiss again. And Miller's the one who initiated that kiss, which is what makes Brian feel bad. Mm. I think that Brian's like, oh, I was like, wait. You Maybe are you still, still my boyfriend. Yeah. Mm. So then after he leaves, Brian joins Belle and Monty. Oh no, he bugged Miller. And Belle <laughs> was like, good job betraying the people you love. And he's like, is it worth betraying the people I love? And he's like, yeah, you're protecting him. Yeah. And he's like, but what if he needs protection from me? And like, and then we get like a shot of Monty. So Monty's like really thinking about this, really taking it in. But I'm also like, Brian, it would have been great for you to have this revelation like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, could you just like think a little faster? Thanks. So Kane asks to meet with Pike and he does. Yes. Um, and Pike's like, ah, yes. Would you like to talk about your surrender? <laughs> and Kane's like, yeah. So simultaneously, Sinclair is telling Bellamy that he was re- is ready to talk. Um, Kane says that Pike isn't doing what he taught his students to do, which mm-hmm. is a good point. Sinclair tells Bellamy that he wants immunity because he's very Im- he is a very important person. Yeah. Um, and they need him, which is fair. Um, and Bellamy's like, okay, well, that's Pike's choice, but that should be fine. If I was Sinclair, and I know that he's talking to him because it's, like, part of the plan and he's stalling right now, mm-hmm. but if I was Sinclair, I would not be talking until I get that official confirmation. I was like, hey, okay, keep going. Yeah. Um, so Pike says that it's patronizing that Kane is pretending that he's, like, taking the high road. He's like, you literally committed treason, Kane. Pike, you're murdering people! I'm like, you're also doing treat. Yeah. Like, it's- all of this is also crime. Also, when did he commit treason? Kane? Oh, just like going against Pike right now, I think. <sighs> treason in a dictatorship in a fascist state yeah. is like, doesn't, does it really count? Does yeah. it really count? Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, Sinclair will eventually give you up. And so Sinclair is like going to, but then Lincoln antagonizes him about it. And Bellamy's like, oh my God, gentlemen, please, please, gentlemen, <laughs> please no. rein it in. You, you are nice men. Yeah. And then but Lincoln's like, bonk. Yeah. Lincoln, Lincoln's like, <laughs> Sinclair will not be speaking to you at this time and starts attacking him. And Bellamy's like, oh no. Oh, I was going to get my info. So once the guards get in, Lincoln calls for the grounders to all fight the guards and like rush them all. Mm -hmm. Um, Bellamy and the guards realize that it was a trick. Everyone's fighting all, all guards to lock up, all guards to lock up. Pike's like, what the heck was this you? And Kane was like, ha maybe. And shock lashes Pike. But I'm like, yo, right in the chest. I feel like that might be like an issue (laughs) down the line. Um, not that it matters because then he gets like a giant sword in the chest later. Yeah, so I guess Harper got her way. <laughs> 
And so, like, yay, it works, but alas, Monty is listening. I just imagine Kane coming back after his conversation with Pike mm-hmm. and being like, okay, Harper, we can do crime. Yeah, you know <laughs> what? That's fair, man. The amount that Monty is, like, having cold feet about this, he sure is doing a I lot know. of the dirty I, work, which like, I don't like. I was writing my summary, and I was like, he has cold feet the whole episode. Like, yeah. he, you can tell he has apprehension, mm-hmm. and then he still calls the guards to the gate. Yeah. And I'm like, what Why? did you expect? Yeah. Um, Why does it, like, I un- I understand that it takes Bellamy longer because he's drunk more of the Kool-Aid, but why does it take Monty this long? I have thoughts. And here they are. Okay. <laughs> and they go thusly. <laughs> it seems to me that Pike and Hannah don't even know about the fact that they're bugging Miller because otherwise they would know that Miller was the person, right? They're doing that in secret with Brian because none of them want to out Miller as being a bad person mm-hmm. that, or being a bad person that that is against the Committing dictatorship. Crimes. Yeah. So, really, Monty, you could just not say anything because theoretically you didn't bug Miller and nothing happens. Like Bellamy's not there to to see that you're lying. Brian's not there to see that you're lying. Like you could just not say anything. Yeah. And there would be zero consequences, really. Exactly. But Okay, so everyone's just getting shocklashed a bunch. They open the gate so they can hand Pike over, but then Monty tells Bellamy, Bellamy stops Kane. Yeah, like I said, the way I would have run straight into Bellamy, I'd be like, uh, I, I literally like duck down and then just go. And then Pike in the back is like, you should have just killed me. But now Kane, now Kane has to give up and they give Pike back. I know that Kane is like too good of a guy to have done it, but I'm also <laughs> like, maybe you should have. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> the Shia LaBeouf gift. Yeah. Just, just do, do it. it. So we have Kane in the interrogation room. We've got like more 360 shots. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm like, they're always cool, but also now we're doing them uh, more often than, you know what I mean? Like we just did one with Clark and Emerson. So I'm like, they're cool, but oh, they kind right. of feel like they should be more of like a occasional thing. It's strange because I don't think about the Clark Emerson one, mm. but I do think about this one because yeah. I feel like it's more effective here. Mm-hmm. And you, like you did notice. Yeah. So people do notice so it probably would have been even more effective if they hadn't just done it yeah i'm just like i think that i'm like what is the purpose of a 360 shot it's not just to look cool it's supposed to be like i'm on both of these people's sides right Mm. if i'm behind one person and then i'm behind the other person then it like but but i'm not on pike's side they're not trying i don't think they're trying and we were never on emerson's side either. exactly so yeah i don't know it's just like it's it's cool, but, like, what's the point? I think in this instance, it's supposed to show the power imbalance. Oh, sure. Because Kane is seated and mm-hmm. Pike is not. Gotcha. I think. Right, but, can't, but, but Clark and Emerson were on the same level. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it's for in that instance, yeah. but I think in this instance, it's supposed to show the power imbalance. And, like, you're, even though Kane is, like, lower and brought down, he's still the one that you symp- sympathize mm-hmm. with. Yeah. That's it my was, only interpretation. It was so that they could show how uh, sexy they were trying to make Emerson look. They were like, you gotta look at all the angles. <laughs> Boo. So, <laughs> Pike is like, well, due to laws, I get to decide your punishment. <laughs> so, do you want to say anything? And um, Kane's like, yes, I would like to say something. I don't think you're seeing the world clearly. I think that you're doing a bad job. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'd you're like to say. kind of a bad person, and I don't like you. Uh, may I have my lawyer? Uh, so Pike is like, if I really thought, if I really truly thought that turning myself over would save us, I would. Yeah. But I don't trust the grounders to keep their word. So I'm going to sentence you to death. So Kane leaves. Bellamy's like, oh no. And Kane made full <laughs> eye contact with Bellamy. And Bellamy's like, I've made a terrible mistake. Oh. <laughs> He's like, um, Mr. Pike, are we killing our own people now? And Pike's like, 
Yeah, um, crimes against authority cannot be tolerated. Yeah. Um, and Bellamy's like, are we, so we're going to kill Kane as an example? And he's like, he put everybody at risk today. People died because of him. So, yeah, I'm killing him as an example. I'm I also hope people like, understand what they need to support now. Well, like, who died? Yeah, who? What? <laughs> like, people died because of him. Are we talking about Monroe still? Stop. I'm like, also, you you did that to her. You did that to her. People Not- died because of you. Literally, you shot people today. Yeah. Okay, so Bellamy's like, okay, he's like nodding, but he doesn't really agree, he's, like, he's not happy. Okay. <laughs> so Bellamy meets up with Monty, Kane goes to lock up, Brian sits with Miller and Harper, who looks sad. Brian fully knowing that Miller and- I guess- At least Miller knowing that Miller is against him. I think that this is supposed to indicate that Brian is also- has turned. Yeah. Because we don't see the conversation, Mm-mm. but he is- on the team breakout next squad episode. in the next yeah. episode without like seeing a different conversation. Mm-hmm. And then we see Lincoln and Sinclair seeing Kane come into lockup without even any lines. This scene, like in particular, the one with Lincoln and Sinclair and Kane is like really telling. It's really, um, it's just like, it gives me feelings, mm-hmm. I guess. Is that like, you know, without even saying anything, Kane comes in, Lincoln and Sinclair see it. And it's like, Hope is lost. Our plan didn't work. Mm-hmm. Everything's garbage. Every single thing that we've tried hasn't worked. I worked. I don't know what else we can possibly do. It's just like a watching it's, Kane walk in there with them is just a feeling of total despair. And I think think also like a lot of the times when this show is good mm-hmm. is when people are like the acting performances and the directing performances mm-hmm. are allowed to shine over the writing which is not so good yeah Um, and this is one of those Mm -hmm. so in the last scene monty asks bellamy about miller and harper they know that they're guilty now as well um hannah shows up and she's like hey good job guys and they're like thank you um (laughs) she's like did you figure out anybody else that kane is working with and bellamy just immediately says no and monty just like agrees he's like no no we don't know Mm -mm." (laughs) And she's like, well, hopefully people understand now that it's really not hard to choose what's best for your people, right? I hate her. Imagine <laughs> being terrible. this Imagine being this tone deaf. Yeah. Could not be Are me. you like, oh God. <laughs> she's like, you know, when you sentence people to death, <laughs> it's best for your people. It's not hard to like murder your friends. Yeah. And so Bellamy's like, no, I do it every day. And of course this mirrors what he said at the beginning of the app. And, and it now means it's something different. Because it feels he feels differently now that Kane is at stake. But like I said, Bellamy was literally murdering people at the beginning of this episode. Like, he was so sure about this cause. And now it's just like, I just, as much as I want to believe that that Kane being at stake is the big change, I just don't think it's enough. And he knew that Kane was, like, the target of Pike's, like, whole plan. Yeah. From the beginning, because he knows that Kane is the one planning against Pike. Yeah. Like, what did he expect Pike know. to do once Kane was in custody? Like, what were you expecting? Yeah. You, you come from a place where bad thing equal death. Yeah. What's wrong with you? You are really bad at math. <laughs> his, sho- his stupid boots are sw- squeaking. So, so squeaky. <laughs> So now it's time for segments. Um, <laughs> our first segment is the post-apocalyptic Sasquatch, or our favorite line award. Mine goes to Jasper and Sinclair for... What do you mean there's no more alcohol? What kind of a bartender are you? First off, I'm not a bartender. You can say that again. <laughs> Jasper's like, oh, so true. And Sinclair's like, you're missing the point altogether. <laughs> and uh, mine goes to Raven and Jasper for... Said there'd be booze? I lied. <sighs> Damn it. See, Jasper's like, just out here being that guy, you know? You know 
I respect Jasper for, like, needing a perk to go places. Yeah. You know? Like, if there's not, if I'm not getting something out of going somewhere, why am I going? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, Jasper's like, well, thank God Sinclair's in jail now, because he was a really bad bartender. (laughs) We need somebody else in here. And my segment is, what is Sam shipping the most? You can't even say Brian and Miller. Like, it's just, it's awkward. I'm like, no, it's it's still cabbie for that singular line. Thank you very much. And my other segment is Robin's Murphy me moment. Um, there's no Murphy in this episode, but Bellamy is finally starting to understand that he's been sucky. So sure, sure. Like I say every episode, Robin's Murphy me moment is really gonna shine in season one. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to this episode. Our music is Terminal by Good News Students. Please feel free to review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We'd really appreciate that. Thank you to the iconic Brittany and Emily for um, vibing during this podcast. Mm-hmm. They're just like two of the best people I know. Yeah, so you true. are so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're a fan of Riverdale, we like to talk about that show too. Um, I believe when this comes out, we will be just starting season six, if you can believe it. Um, we have an episode for every single episode that's available of Riverdale. And honestly, uh, I'm, pr- I'm proud of our work on that <laughs> podcast. Uh, it's a real dumb show, but we have so much fun talking about it and dunking on it. I was about to say, if you enjoy us dunking on this now, mm-hmm. you'll also enjoy Riverdale, because yeah. we also dunk on Riverdale. A lot of people listen to it without having watched the show, so that's also <laughs> available for you if you just, like, want to pretend it's, like, a confusing narrative podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as far as the shows that we uh, take seriously when we're on the podcast, uh, if you like Stranger Things, we like to talk about that show too. It is my favorite pod to talk on, and we've covered every episode that is out so far, and we're like eagerly awaiting season four. Yeah, when season four comes out, we're going to do like a little one where we talk about like our theories every episode and everything. It'll be super fun. Um, so make sure you catch up before that. <laughs> If you're a fan of Lost, we like to talk about that show too. Um, we've mentioned Lost a couple of times this episode. We are in the back half of season three now. Uh, we have guests over there and it is spoiler free. So if you want to watch with us for the first time, you should. Uh, it would be my honor. It's <laughs> one of the best shows of all time. Uh, and you deserve a show that it treats its characters with respect. So true. And doesn't uh, treat them like they're stupid. You can follow the Aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Redbubble, YouTube. We're mostly on Twitter, but Robin does make gifts of our favorite line awards, so check those out if you want. And like I said earlier, our Patreon is patreon.com slash theaficionados. If you like what we do here, please consider donating because ugh, it is kind of expensive. And like I said, uh, make sure you join by the end of the year uh, to get one of our fancy five-year anniversary postcards. Uh, this will be our final episode of the year, and we're going to pick back up uh, next year um, and hopefully maybe get these out a little bit more often for you now that we don't have to put out Stranger Things podcasts at the same time. I don't officially have a schedule for you yet, but uh, it'll be good, and hopefully you <laughs> like it. Thanks. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Sam Casey's, which is S-A-M-C-I-S-U-I-S. And you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y pretty much everywhere. Um, the next episode is episode 309, Stealing Fire. Like I said, it's going to be in the new year. So I can't promise you a specific day, but Patreon will be getting them a week in advance um, and uh, still on Wednesdays. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye.